it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Mark Larson, thank you very much. In Southern California, welcome to another Sunday edition of Ron Real Radio. I am your underfished host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Stan and Wendy and I, it is a pleasure to have you with us. We appreciate you wanting to hang with us. I think we're going to make it worthwhile for you tonight. We have a jam-packed show. Let me give you an, a little idea who's going to be on with us. First, out of the great gate, we're going to have uh, Cabo uh, Greg Arsetti with us. He is from Land's End Charter. You know, if you have been a little hesitant to go down to Cabo San Lucas because you're not familiar with the hotels, you want to go fishing, but you, you don't know what boats to get on, you don't know whether you're going to be taken, what's a deal or not, Captain Greg is the guy you're going to be looking into because he's got a variety of packages that are available for you and can help you on out. We're going to be speaking with Captain Greg about going down and fishing with Lands End Charter. First thing out of the gate. And then after that, Phil Friedman's going to be on with us. He'll update us on everything that's happening on the Southern California offshore area. And then later on in the show, Jim Salazar is going to come back. Jim is a recreational Hoop Fisherman, we had him on a couple of weeks ago. He said that he'd come on back to give us a report on how the opening of lobster season went. So he's living on up to that. Also, if you recall, for the past few weeks, we've been telling you about a medical emergency that has put a good friend of Rod and Reel Radio, Don Ivino, into the hospital. Don has just gotten out of the hospital, and he has agreed to come on to Rod and Reel Radio with us for a little while. Give us a little idea of what happened to us, what his prognosis is, and then tell us about a lot of the new lures that Don Ivino is going to be coming out with this year. So Don's going to be with us. And then later on in the show, Ryan Moniz is going to be with us from Fisherman's Seafood Processing. Ryan has some exciting news to tell us, and we're going to want to hear it. And he wanted to let all of our Rod and Reel radio listeners know exactly what it is. So... But before we get started, let me first introduce to you the co-host of Ron Real Radio. First of all, this gentleman is the voice of 1-800-BASS-BOAT and a pretty darn good freshwater and saltwater fisherman in his own right, Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy. How you doing, John? Good evening, everybody. Well, it's been a, it's been a week of getting ready, <laughs> getting ready for a lot of things, but I've got a a uh, 13-day coming up, so, you know, it's, I, I just can't wait to get on that boat and run here on the Independence here. But 
getting stuff ready for that. Um, collected a bunch of fish from Ryan down at at uh, Sports and Seafood this this morning. So I'm getting things in line. Uh, that sounds good, Stan. You know those trips. You know they seem like they're far apart when we book them back in March and April, but all of a sudden they're upon us. And we can't wait to get on them. So, oh, uh, no, I, I'm Jones. And... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, let me introduce to you the other host of Ron Real Radio. It seems like it's been an eternity since we <laughs> talked to her. As a matter of fact, we had Jim Salazar on the show a few weeks ago. And Jim says, you know what? If there's no Wendy Tushahara here, I'm not going to say anything on the radio. So we had to invite Jim back and make sure Wendy was on at the time. Wendy is the national sales manager for Iserline and a pretty darn good outdoor enthusiast in her own right. Wendy, welcome. Ah, thank you very much. It's nice to be back. Oh, it is good to hear your voice. I I know you've had your ups and downs since we've last talked, but welcome back, and I hope you're getting ready for another fishing adventure. Yeah, well, you know what? It's hunting season for me, so I am looking for a buck, a local buck. (laughs) Well, there you have it. <laughs> yeah. The buck stops there. You're not That's kidding. That's right. I hope. <laughs> Me too. Hey, guys, let's get on with our first guest. And, Stan, you make many trips down to the Cabo San Lucas area. This is a gentleman who you've become familiar with, you've trusted. Uh, you've gone out with him on his fleet uh, a few times. Why did you make the introduction of our first guest to our Southern California listening audience? Happy, happy to. You know, I've been traveling to Baja for God all my life, actually. And uh, But I, I go down to Cabo several times a year and play, uh, both in the surf and on the, the boats out there with the extremely great fishing that's uh, available to all the people that travel down there. But one of the problems is you just, you know, how do you get a boat? And you trust the guy on the street that's a street hawker trying, hey, man, I've got a boat for you. <laughs> you get yeah. down there and you got your own oar. <laughs> um, it doesn't necessarily mean the right thing. So uh, part of the deal was, you know, uh, over the period of time, I found the right people to deal with. And one of them was this gentleman. His name is Greg Rispay from uh, Cabo San Lucas. And he has not only one boat, but a fleet of boats to hook you up with and, and does it the right way. So, Greg, welcome to Rod and Rear Radio. Hey, Migos, how are you? Good to be on with you guys. Great, great, great for having you with us. And you know what? Uh, you have been a real fine for me because for my, uh, I mean, my friends, I've hooked up, I don't know how many different guys or groups with you uh, to, uh, to yeah. hook up and go out fishing on, in the waters off of Cabo and why don't you tell us a little bit about your operation? Because it's not just a—it's not a little operation, actually, pretty big. And when did you start, and, right. and what have you got for the people? Well, you know, it's a—I have an interesting story. I my, my family's been in the fishing business for many years. My grandfather was a longshore fisherman out of San Diego. Uh, he, uh, you know, would go down to Panama and Costa Rica for the tuna. And one of the trips, he uh, stopped in Cabo San Lucas at the old cannery and uh, met my grandmother, and never left. And uh, so uh, my family's been here for, you know, 50 years, and we're part of the original Solmar fleets. And for the old-timers out there, the Gaviotas and the Solmars, and they were captains running boats. And, and uh, you know, I grew up uh, part-time here in Cabo and part-time in San Diego and uh, got involved in fishing and uh, went to school, got a job, hated every minute of it, and retired <laughs> <laughs> and came down here and... <laughs> 
and uh, you know started running boats for my family and bought a few and and uh, we've been doing that ever since and uh, we have a, a great uh, lineup of boats that we own and our friends and family own and and uh, you know our goal is to catch fish and that's kind of what we're known for we're doing a nice operation based on you know treating people the right way and and uh, really getting after it right not just taking people on boat rides but putting them on the fish and that's uh, that's what we've kind of been you know known for here so it's uh, it's been great love it well, Greg, why don't you tell us, you know, Cabo San Lucas is a great destination 12 mm-hmm. months out of the year. But when it comes to the, the real avid angler and it targeting particular mm-hmm. species of fish, what months or what season is best for what fishing? Well, you know, um, people come here for, you know, mainly for billfish, right? And uh, we have a good striped marlin bite pretty much year long. Um, you know, 12 months a year, it's good here. But right now, this time of year is when people come down to the big fish, right? So we see big black marlin, big blue marlin. In fact, today was uh, the Bisbee's Offshore Tournament, and uh, they fished yesterday and today. And I was just down uh, at the scales and saw a few fish come in. And uh, the big one was uh, today was a 324-pound blue marlin. Um, nice. But we um, have – what's that? I said that's pretty nice. Good start. Yeah, it's a nice fish. Um Unfortunately, we saw the biggest fish a couple of days ago, in which we released a nice uh, fish that had to be, you know, five to 600 pounds. Um, we, we released it, of course. But, uh, um, you know, this is a time of year where we see the big the big fish. We also get a nice uh, yellowfin bite. Um, big one today at the tournament was a 264-pound yellowfin, which is, you know, as you know, a nice, nice fish. Man, that's a, um, a good-sized cow. 300-pounders here. Yeah, October... November, December, the time of year where people like to come for two reasons. You know, the big fish, of course, but also the weather. The weather's, I mean, outstanding. Seas are calm. You know, temps are in the 80s. Um, you know, so it's a beautiful time to come down here. Weather's great. Beers are cold. Fish are biting. You can't beat it. Wow. You know, Greg, uh, you know, yeah. I was going over your website, and you've got a great website at landsandcharter.com. And the thing that impressed right. me is, as an individual that hasn't really gone down to Cabo a lot, most of uh, my escapades right. down have been towards the East Coast, uh, the East Cape. But right. I was impressed by the number of different vessels that you have and the price range that you offer those vessels in, and guided trips for that seem to be extremely reasonable and can fit the budget of most everyone that makes it down there to uh, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, you know, that really was our goal when we, um, you know, started fishing here. You know, a lot of the uh, big-name fleets here that have been around for many years, you know, they've established themselves and have great boats and great operations. Our goal really was to find um, those boats that uh, we knew fished hard um, and were affordable, right? Because many years ago, you'd come down to the marina and, you know, you'd meet the captain, shake his hand, make a deal, and go out fishing. And, uh, you know, those times have changed where, you know, um, very few captains are at the boat. It's all done through, you know, the fleets like mine. Um, and and so our goal, again, was to make it affordable, right? Um, and I think on top of that, um, our goal was to make sure that people had the right gear, right? And we hooked up with the guys at Seeker Rods and Abbott Reels and have really worked hard on putting together the best kind of gear we could find on these boats to make sure that people have a good experience, right? Because there's nothing worse than spending good, good money to come out and, you know, fish a 
a line that's been on the same rod for, you know, 10 years. So we take very, very uh, good care of our equipment. We try to buy the best we can. You know, the Abbott reels have been outstanding for us. And so that's, that's really been our focus is good boats, affordable boats, but most importantly to get good crews and good, good gear on the boat as well. That's important uh, when you come down. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's kind of our focus. Well, the good thing is, too, you know, you, there's no guessing anymore. You don't have to wonder, well, is, am I going to be, is there going to be food? Is there going to be drink? And, you know, whatever you, the guy right. wants on the boat. Once you, you make contact with Greg, he'll go, you know, what do you want sandwiches? What kind of sandwiches? And, it, and, and it's not from the girl carrying the, the, uh, the little ice chest down on the dock. You get them from <laughs> Captain Tony's right there at the corner of the marina, who's right. known for their great sandwiches and their great food to start with. So you're not worried about, you know, right. am I going to get something that's cheesy or am I going to get sick? You have good food from the restaurant right there. You can choose what beers or whatever else you, be, you need or, or waters, how much you're going to take on the boat. Uh, you really have all the options already taken care of by the time you get down to the dock in the morning to meet your boat and, and start your fishing adventure. Right. And, and that's, that's a big deal, right? Because there's nothing worse. I don't know. Um, I'm sure a lot of your <laughs> listeners have come to Cabo and seen this marina, but there's 750-plus boats docked here. And, you know, it's not easy to navigate. So uh, when people book with us, we give them the option of uh, all-inclusive, which means you show up, your license is on the boat, your, your food is on the boat, your beer is on the boat, you get on and go, right? So we have people that show up in the morning, climb and say that they're, they're strolling out to, to, to get their bait and, and to go fishing. And I think people really enjoy that part of it. It's really no hassle. Um, coming here and being in a different country and trying to figure things out and, you know, pesos and dollars and all that, you know, it's nice to just show up, go fishing, have a good time, you know, uh, catch some nice fish and, and, uh, and not have to worry. And, and so we take care of all of those. I have a great team of uh, people that have worked with me for many, many years. And so, you know, we have that part dialed in. You know, you show up, you fish, you don't worry. You know, we accept all credit cards so you can pay and you have, a, you know, security there as well. It's not all cash. And so, um, you know, that, that makes it a little more comfortable for people who have never been here or concerned about coming to Mexico. Safe place. We make it easy and, and uh, make it fun. You know, Captain Greg, I know you're not a travel agent, but go over for us right. just a little bit of the, the, the procedures. Uh, let's say um, – uh, I'm just a family guy, and I want to have a big family reunion down at the East Cape. I want to take them fishing. Or maybe I'm a manufacturer, and I want to take my salesman out on a unique experience, but I'm not familiar with going down to Cabo San Lucas. How's the best way to get a hold of you? And then what happens uh, you know, from the airport and all those type of things? What kind of services can you sure. provide? Can you make recommendations on sure. places to stay and, and all those different types of things? Sure. Absolutely. So, if, if, uh, you know, the best way to reach us is, uh, is on our website, landencharters.com. We have a unique feature on our website where we have a live chat. So Monday through set, Sunday, you know, 7 a.m. To, to 7 p.m., I'm, um, I'm live on our chat. Um, and so you can go on there and actually chat live with me or Jenny. Jenny's my wife. And, uh, helps me uh, chat with folks online, and so you can do that. You can call our toll-free number, 800-281-5778 from the States or Canada. It's 100% toll-free, so that makes it easy as well. You know, traveling here, you know, um, it's, it's a lot easier than it used to be, right, because you have all these great websites like, you know, uh, the, uh, the hotel websites that are online. You can find some great resorts. I can tell you that some of the best places to stay here aren't going to be found there, right? There's a little mom-and-pop places where a lot of our fishing uh, – clients that have come year after year, they like staying there, right? They're, 
60 70 dollar a night places that uh, are near the marina you know run by you know old timers that are you know in, involved in the fishing business <laughs> you can come and stay in a nice clean safe place and not spend a ton of money and then of course we have everything you know in between uh you know mid-range uh resorts to high-end super luxury places where you know you can have everything you ever wanted and, and more um and so there's a lot of uh and there's a lot of uh, places to choose from and I'm happy to talk to anybody who has questions about where to stay or maybe is concerned about, you know, what areas. One of the things we see a lot of, as you know, uh, Stan and, and uh, John, is that Cabo's a big area, right? People think San Jose del Cabo, the East Cape, Cabo San Lucas. We're in the main Cabo San Lucas Marina, which could be, you know, 30, 40 minutes away. So, you know, knowing where to stay is important if you're planning to fish out of Cabo, and uh, we can help with that. Uh, of course, we have partners in the transportation business. Our, our uh, good friend Pepe runs uh, Dacris Tours picks up all of my clients in the Suburban. He has also a Sprinter van for 17 people. So um, happy to help with any sort of, you know, uh, planning or transportation needs, hotel stays. I, I can't book hotel rooms for people, but happy to make recommendations. I know a lot of good friends here, and uh, we can put, point you in the right direction if that makes sense. Captain Greg, uh, we got to take a break right now. Is there any way we can get you sure. over to stay over for another segment and talk more about uh, Land's End Charter and Cabo San Lucas? Absolutely. Happy to do it, my friends. All right. Hey, you're listening to Rod and Real. We're listening to Rod and Real Radio on AM 540 or at com. Stan, Wendy, and Captain Craig Garzetti, we're going to be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California, boat California, save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. This segment of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> I mean, that is just absolutely awesome. Stan, Wendy, and I, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio here. And right out of the gate, we are speaking with Cabo Greg from Land's End Charter down at Cabo San Lucas. We are trying to make it no sweat for you to go down to Cabo San Lucas, enjoy all the benefits of being down there, especially the fishing, and to give you a turnkey opportunity to fish however you want to fish, no worries, everything done correctly, so you have a great time, and and I don't think I uh, overestimated uh, uh, what's happening down there with going out with the Land's M Charter. Am I, uh, uh, Captain Greg? No. <laughs> I can verify that. I've been down there a Not bunch. All, and, uh, <laughs> I've been down a bunch, and I've had, yeah, I've had uh, Greg set me up with the boats, you know, and I told him, you know, I don't need a big one. A lot of the times, that just give me something that's a smaller boat that I can go play, and, uh, and maybe I don't necessarily want to catch a marlin uh, or a look for one. I'll let's go, let's maybe just go inshore and see what we can find. I mean, we've had situations where, um, there was not a whole lot biting, but I go, let's just go play, get a bunch of mackerel or bait, you know, from whatever you can get in the in the marina there. And then we went down along the outside of the uh, Pacific side of Cabo there. And along those rock piles are that Cabrilla snapper. And some of them are yeah. mooses. And it, you throw a bait in there. And the, the trick, I mean, I went 0 for 9. <laughs> Because they're just too big. You could hang them. We were using the boat. I watched. There were uh, three boats that were kind of, we'd take our, our turns drifting down across these rocks and, and 
throwing a mackerel in on on top of the boilers there and just getting clobbered and pulled and pulled and pulled. I saw one fish out of three boats and probably 30 baits, and it was probably about a 40-pounder. It was a rat, but but it was still – it's a tremendous (laughs) amount of fun. If you want to go rooster fishing in the right – you know, when you're down there in May and June – uh, troll it along the shoreline there outside, and uh, Sierras and roosters are there. It, it It's a blast. You can kind of pick and choose what you like to do, and the cool thing is he's got the boats yeah. to make to help you to do it, you know. And Plus, I'm, you know, he's got – there's one boat out there called the Big Kahuna, too, and you'll see it. It's wrapped like a bass boat. It says Ovet Reels and Seeker Rods and all of the sponsors on it. And I've been out with that boat, too, where you know you're – when you get on the boat, You've got the right rods and reels already, so you don't have to bring down that bazooka. It costs you a hundred bucks to get it down there, a hundred bucks to get it back, plus the time to pick it up and carry it around down there. Forget that, leave that at home, and save right. the two hundred bucks and go fishing for a, a half a day with with Greg. I think he's got the he's got the best opportunity for us down there, and you don't have to worry about you know yeah. are you going to be okay. Uh, you're meeting in right in the corner in front of Solomon's and and. Uh, uh, Captain Tony's, the two restaurants right in the corner of the marina. Um, it's a really great operation. I can't say enough about it. Thank you. And I think one thing that's important for people that are considering coming down here, what makes Cabo so unique and such a great place to fish is that, you know, we our, our water gets deep quick, right? So, you know, it's not unusual for us to head out for, you know, a few hours chasing billfish, you know, offshore and then quickly move in, you know, um, into waters where we can get the rooster fish, the snapper, the grouper, you know, the cabrilla on the boat, um, which means that um, you don't need a huge boat, right? You can go out on a 27, 28-foot boat, even a Super Panga 22-foot center console and get out there and experience a lot of different types of fishing. And I think a lot of people ask when they call, hey, you know, I'd love to catch a marlin, but if they aren't biting, I'd love to put a, you know, some Dorado, a little mahi on the boat, um, some, some smaller tuna, a little football action, and and that's completely possible here, which isn't possible in a lot of places, right? We don't have to travel 30, 40 miles to get to deep water. I mean, we can, you know, travel 15 minutes, and we're at, you know, 1,000 feet of water. And, uh, You're 900 feet territory. just outside so, the marina. <laughs> just drops <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, a lot of people say, hey, I paid for a deep sea fishing tour, and I can, I can touch the beach from here. And, you know, we tell them, you know, if the water gets deep, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like Kona where, you know, you're, you're fishing 1,500 feet of water, and you can – you can throw a rock and hit the hit the uh, hit the beach, and it's similar here, where you know it, uh, it, it's nice because you don't have to be out, you don't have to travel a long way, you don't have to be in rough seas to get on a big fish. Um, and if they aren't biting, we can always, as Stan said, you know, drop some lines at the bottom, you know, pick up a few uh, sea bass, um, or even troll for some rooster fish, uh, which people love to catch. Um, and so that makes Cabo, you know, fun. It doesn't cost a ton of money. You can have a great experience and. You know, if you want a big luxury sport fisher, you're looking for a big, you know, 50, 60-footer, we have those as well. And, uh, and But we also, you know, have boats that can do a little bit of both. Like the Big Kahuna 2 has got twin 150-horsepower Yamaha saltwater series outboards and can move, right? I was on it yesterday. We were doing 35 knots, and I had, I had to pull it down a little bit because uh, we were flying. So, you know, um, we can move quickly and get into a lot of different waters, a lot of different species in a short amount of time, which I mean, you got a lot of it, and you got a lot of things you can choose. You know, a lot of fishery there, uh, turning around the corner and going up right. the coast of, of Baja on the Pacific side. You know, the Golden Gate isn't too far away, right? That's one of the areas up above there. Right. You've got a ton of these little areas that are uh, ho- that hold fish and hold bait fish that you can go to, and 
and play around with and troll back and forth uh, uh, between the, the harbor and these spots. And you don't know whether you're going to get wahoo or the tuna or or uh, right. dorado or marlin or and then the blacks and blues are in now. So you get the bigger bigger marlin now. You just you've got a variety of fish that you can do. And you, I don't know if you want to talk about the the maybe upcoming adventure boat that you've. Uh, you picked up here with a yeah. maybe a, ch- a chance to go oh, to the yeah. islands there, Greg. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, uh, we have a, a boat in the fleet, uh, the 90 foot Horizon, called the Turbion. This is a luxury sport fisher, so you know it's a beautiful boat. You know, it has all the bells and whistles of a luxury uh, yacht. However, it's built for sport fishing, right? Um, and uh, you know, has a custom six foot extension on the back with you know about I don't know 500 you know rocket launchers and. Um, great gear. It's got an onboard vacuum sealer. Um, you know, this thing is rigged for big fish, and it's meant for long range, right? So um, Captain Sean Baker, who's on the boat, um, loves to head out to the Socorro Islands, the Benedicto Islands. You know, um, we can go long range. And that's, you know, I've fished from, you know, Cabo to, to Catalina and all over the place. And I like to go on adventures, or I like to go three, four, five days and get to places where very few people get to fish. And that's what this boat is made out of. If you fly down to Cabo, you know, out of Southern California, and you can get a flight for $185 round trip, fly down to Cabo, jump on this boat, head down to waters that are very few people are going to experience on a killer luxury boat with a great captain, great crew, and just have, you know, we had a trip out recently to Coral Islands, which, you know, requires a special permit. Very few people get to fish there. Um, we have a, a way to get down there. And, um, you know, the fishing is, you know, out of this world. I mean, it's, it's hard to describe not only the fishing but just the sea life. You know, we did a little spear fishing. Um, you know, we, uh, we uh, saw a bunch of shark in a couple of spots. And it's just a blast. And so these trips that we're trying to put together, Stan, is um, I think going to, you know, uh, appeal to a lot of people who, you know, want that adventure. And this vessel is made for this sort of thing. And we're hoping – um, here very soon to to start offering you know um, six pack trips maybe eight pack trips possibly for trips like this and if any of your listeners are are interested I invite them to send me an email Greg at landsendcharters dot com and uh, happy to talk to you guys about what what uh, what sort of ventures we can put together and um, you know we're really excited about that because that gets my juices flowing is getting out there where people you know rarely fish and and really see what uh, what big fish are are swimming if, if, you know so you're talking to a group of guys out here right now that. That all, when you start saying you can fish uh, Roca Partida and Socorro and San Benedicto, right. where the the boats <laughs> from San Diego is cannot go, and catch that right. you can go to the right. deep hole and catch those big big tuna that are there, and the guys that have been down there, I mean it's rocking and rolling. I mean, and then coming back up the line, if you if you want to go around the corner, ninety miles around the corner and out is. You've got the Jaime's out there, the Uncle Sam, the Tucson, yep. and, and Mag Bay where, yep. you know, that's Cowtown. So this is where yeah, you, do, you, you know, can fly down. You can go on the boat for, what, three to five days and go play in the arena right. that a lot of guys can't get to. I think this is one of the neatest things going. I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I don't, I've been, like I said, fishing my entire life and, uh, very few things, you know, um, I hear about trips going on, and, and I fish out of Point Loma, you know, many times, and I love those uh, boats and, and had great experience. But this is something that really, you know, very few people are going to get to experience, um, especially on a boat like this with a crew like this. Um, you know, this is really 
if you're going to, you know, do a once-in-a-lifetime trip, this would be it, right? Because, uh, you know, um, the very few vessels that are going to make this kind of a, a journey and, you know, have what it takes to really, really, you know, get a world-class experience going. So I'm really excited. I, you know, I hope uh, your listeners are excited and, you know, we can put a few trips together and have some folks out there and, and uh, you know, and see what it's like to fish Nag Bay, you know, when it's just your... your oh, yeah, I think, you know, the guys that go down there for a week, you know, you go down with your wife on Saturday, <laughs> leave her in the in the hotel and jump on the boat Monday, come back Friday, and then go home on Saturday and be happy with big fish. And Both I mean, happy, the, the experience, right. if you've never been down to those islands and you've never had a chance to catch those really big fish, um, this is just a huge opportunity. You know, we used to have fly-down flybacks on the on the qualifier and some of the other right. boats where you'd fly down to Cabo, you'd pick yep. up the boat, get on a ponga, they'd take you out to the boat, and then you'd go down to the Rovia Hejeros Islands and Clarion, whatever you wanted to go, and then come back. So it would be basically right. a 10-day trip for those boats, and they'd go all over out there and come back. Well, now you've got the opportunity. This boat can fly, one, it goes fast, and you can get to where you want to go. Fish, that big fish, right. have the opportunity to catch a fish of a lifetime and come back in and still hang out and have cocktails before you go home. Captain Greg, we've gotten a number of messages from listeners. Uh, I can't get to them all in the time that we have, but uh, from uh, one of our listeners in the San Fernando Valley said, you know, you've talked about how easy it is to get together with Cobble Greg at Land's End Charters. How about for senior citizens and also handicapped fishermen? Are there accommodations uh, for those fishermen? Sure, absolutely. Uh, we offer a senior discount for all of our friends that are, you know, um, in that age range, and we have lots of them. Trust me, I just had a – I was just telling uh, another buddy right at the marina, 85-year-old uh, young man who fought a fish for three and a half hours standing up, and I've never seen anything like it. Would not give the rod over. The, the captain told me, listen, I was really afraid for this man. And uh, he came out, he, he landed this fish and was – one of the most amazing things he's ever seen. Uh, we've had handicapped folks uh, in wheelchairs um, um, come down, and uh, and we're we're always able to accommodate. You know, we removed uh, sliding chairs to be able to get them to fish. There's a few photos, you know, on our Instagram page and our Facebook page where you can see these uh, folks fishing. It's always a treat for us. And and anybody who you know has a challenge with fishing, I mean, those are the people that we live for, right? We we want to get people on the boats, and, and we'll do anything we can to accommodate them for sure. And, and uh, just get in touch with me and let me know what uh, what you need, and we'll make it happen. There's very few things we can't do here. It's Mexico. <laughs> you know, we have to take a boat apart. We can do it. So yeah, we, we, uh, we, we can accommodate many that, that sounds right. great. And then uh, don't for, have a Coast Guard. We, uh, we have uh, one of our listeners from Torrance saying, hey, if they book you for two or three days in a row, are there uh, 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 discounts for uh, multiple days? Sure. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, uh, multiple days are great, and, and I'll tell you why. Because as you mentioned, Stan, there are multiple fisheries here, right? So one day we had the Pacific, you know, um, fish the San Jaime Banks or the Golden Gate, and then we move out to the Sea of Cortez and fish the 95 Bank, 1150 Bank, Order Bank. So um, we can experience lots of types of fishing in three days or four days. And if anybody wants to talk to me about uh, multiple-day discounts, I'm, I'm always happy to do that, absolutely. All right, Captain Greg, we've got to get down the road over here, but if people want to find out more about you, uh, Land's End Charters, uh, the services that you offered, where you're located, see some of the pictures of uh, the great catches you've made, how's the best way to go about doing it? So the best way, again, is our website, Land's End Charters, with an S.com, Land's End Charters.com, and 
We have a great fishing report page that hasn't been updated here in a while because we've had the busbies going on, but we post pictures of fish every single day. Um, we have a toll-free number from the United States and Canada that will ring right to my office here in Cabo. I'm the only guy that answers the phone besides Jenny, so you don't talk to any salespeople. You talk directly to me, and I book 99% of the people that fish with me, which is always cool. Um, but our toll-free number is 800-281-5778, 800-281-5778. That, that's another way to get a hold of us. And I'll right. give you one more <clears throat> little pointer there, too. The guy that you talk to, usually when you get down to the dock, Hiram, no, he speaks perfect English. You, there's no guessing here. Uh, and the skippers of the boat all speak English. It was uh, every time we yep. I've either sent somebody down to uh, Greg or I've been on the boats with him. It's just not, nothing but great. So can't can't thank you enough for being a part of the show, my friend. Yeah, Greg. Thanks. I can't thank you guys enough. And uh, we uh, look forward to seeing some of your friends down here. And uh, trust me, anybody comes our way, we will take very good care of them. You can believe on them. Believe that. Well, I, I think look forward to see Stan, Wendy, and I, and a few of our friends down here. We'll may, let's see what we can do about getting some trips together, number one. And then uh, number two, if you missed any of this information, just go to rodandreelradio.com. We put a link on rodandreelradio.com between Land's End Charter and uh, Rod and Real Radio. So you can get all that information that Cabo Greg is talking about. And if you need to get a hold of them, the phone numbers are there. The emails are there. Uh, I found him very easy to get a hold of. I like, instead of getting a hold of his wife, he's, she's a lot easier to deal with, but that's another story. <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> Captain Greg, thanks for being with us. We look forward to checking in with you from time to time to, to see how the fishing is going in Cabo San Lucas. And thanks a lot for taking your, some of your Sunday to be with us. Amigos, my pleasure. Anytime. Uh, look forward to seeing you guys down here soon. All right. Hey, this is Rod and Real Radio right. on, on AM540 or at rodandreelradio.com. Stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the voice. Phil Friedman will be with us after these messages. Amber Marine has been servicing boats and outboard motors for more than 30 years in the Newport Harbor area. They're a factory-authorized dealer for Tohatsu and Nissan outboards and also provide factory-authorized repair and service for all types of marine outboards. Located near the corner of 17th and Placentia Avenue, Amber Marine is at 786 Newton Way in Costa Mesa. Affordable boating and repair since 1982. 949-646-6918 and on the web at ambermarine.net. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics. McCoy Line, Spro Products, Gamakatsu Hooks, G. Loomis Fishing Rods, Shimano Products, Ovet Reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. 
Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their products. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth, moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California. Boat California. Save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, we do want to welcome back to Ron Real Radio. Remember, if you're fishing San Vicente and you're fishing for those deep bass, you want to make sure you take a rock lease with you because it's a no-brainer. You don't have to worry about fizzing them or anything else like that if those uh, fish are suffering from barotrauma. You just hook the fish onto the rock lease, send it down, give the line a yank, and it is back again for another fisherman to catch. So Go to your local tackle store and pick up a rock lease or go to anglersarsenal.com. We've got them there. Hey, now it's time for the voice of PFO Outdoors, Mr. Phil Friedman with What the Heck is Phil Thinking? Phil, welcome to another Sunday night show. It's great speaking with you. Oh, Phil, are you there? I don't know. Sounds like Phil's absent. (laughs) Phil was absent. Wow, we just had him on. You know, and that was absolutely the best introduction I've probably made in years, and <laughs> Phil just didn't hear it. I know he'll appreciate it later on when he actually hears it, but <laughs> when he comes back around. Well, Stan, while we're uh, trying to get Phil, I like that idea of Land's End Charter because I resemble that senior citizen remark. I like going to the hotel, being picked up, taken over to the boat, speaking to everyone in English and in Spanish when I want to, and just having a turnkey operation and enjoy the great fishing that's offered down there at San Jose del Cabo. Well, that's and the... I have a bone to pick with you, Stan. Yeah. Is Uh-oh. the wife in the room at home while the guys go fishing? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I stand corrected on that part. I, I, I was, I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the wives don't go fishing when they're down there, but a lot of the guys do. But that you're a different you're on a different page there, girlfriend. Hey guys, that's a that's an argument we're going to have to settle at another time. We've just reconnected with Phil Friedman, and Phil, welcome to the Rod and Real Radio Show. Hey John, can you hear me? Oh man, we can hear you well. I just I just thought maybe it was in total depression over Notre Dame's, uh, uh, you know. Uh, you know, performance st- <laughs> is that what you I, call listen, it? <laughs> uh, b- before I called you, I checked in with the suicide hotline, so I'm okay for another hour or so. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately, with all the uh, Notre Dame fans out there, they put you on hold. 
<laughs> Touche. I'm telling you, what a season. Poor Brian Kelly. He's uh, he's a little bit on the hot seat. They, they don't like uh, losing back there in South Bend too much. So, oh no, they're oh, going to turn shoot. that around. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, it's, they had Stanford for a while last night, and then uh, just fell apart at the seams. They just are not in sync. But what the heck? It's only a football game. Well, Phil, one of the things that is not losing is this tremendous season that continues off here on our Southern California coast. Uh, what do you know that we don't know? Oh, John, okay, probably not much, but at least I can reemphasize some things. And, and you are so right. First of all, you know, way to go on the Baratrauma devices. It's so great to see uh, private boaters getting involved in that, guys that are fishing the bass lakes. It's really, really important. And uh, you leading the charge on that, I think that's really, really special. And once again, just emphasizes to everybody that anglers, the guys that are out on the water all the time, are the ones who care about the ocean's environment more than anybody. So it's really good. Hey, before I do get into um, the fishing also, I, I just want to mention longtime crew member, deckhand up here in the L.A. Orange County area on the Enterprise for many, many years. But James Miggs passed away here recently. It's been a while now, but I hadn't had a chance to mention it. And he's a really special guy. Died way too young in life. And uh, he was just one of those guys. I mean, you could go out on the Enterprise or whatever boat James was on, and he would lift your spirits, whether fishing was good or bad or the weather was sunny and warm or crummy and miserable. James just had a special way of lifting your spirit. So he's off uh, to uh, the big guy upstairs, and uh, I want to make sure I mention that. He was a special, special friend. All right. Hey, uh, October 18th, the Bisbee's Black and Blue is going to take uh, get rocking and rolling down there in Cabo. So we will be keeping our eyes on that. It's a huge tournament down there. And uh, I, I have some friends down there. Sean Morgan is down there fishing with Ned Wallace. So uh, hopefully he'll do really, really well. You know, the bluefin bite out of San Diego right now, I don't know. The, for big fish, I don't think it can get a whole heck of a lot better as we start to move deeper into October. That bite seems to get better and better. Aztec had just tremendous fishing on 100 to 120-pound fish. Some of these fish get up there and push 200 pounds. Casualty rate, of course, is big, but they were up over a fish for a rod for 17 anglers on that grade of fish, and that is really saying something. And the local boys, you know, some of the three-quarter-day guys have had Nice hits on the yellowfin tuna, 71 YFT on the Malahini here yesterday. That's been good fishing. So, as you say, John, I mean, the best is yet to come, and this weather normally in the fall is our best weather months. Having said that, we're going through a little glitch right now, 10 to 15 knots over most of the area. Not horrible, but a little breezy, and I don't think enough to really knock water temps down or anything like that, but it's going to be a little bumpier here for about 24 hours, maybe a tad longer than that. Looking at San Clemente Island today, again, really nice fishing on really good grade bluefin tuna out there also. Mostly 35 to 50 pound fish, but really nice fishing. Thunderbird with 12 of those fish today. The Freedom with 22 of those fish. I refuse to become jaded by this and say, you know, hey, they only had 12 fish. I mean, this is such (laughs) special fishing we've had for the last two years, and it just seems to continue. Big scores on smaller grade yellowtail today at Catalina Island, but nice scores. I mean, Pursuit with a buck 95 on the yellows. The Sport King with over 100 today. Just really nice fishing, no question about it. And biting just about anything you threw at them. They are all over it. El Dorado went to San Nicholas Island over the weekend, and out there at Nick, 
there had been previously some excellent yellowtail fishing. That's kind of a thing of the past, but lots of lings and rockfish out there in that neck of the woods, good fishing. And same thing up there in the Channel Islands, the Mirage, uh, with excellent rockfish and ling cut. The Coraloma today out of hooks, uh, 29 guys had five yellows and a mess of rockfish and whitefish and uh, Lincoln, 10 links on board there. Um, they had a, uh, the Sport Fishing Conservancy had their annual no motor contest up there in Carpinteria. And uh, Tom Rafting, and I talked to Tom, he said, pretty tough for the surf fishing guys. But one guy on a kayak went out and just had really great fishing, 162 inches. They just measure all the fish. So his total was 162. It was calico bass, sand bass. The guy even had a short white sea bass. I'm saying the guy should have his name, but. Uh, I'm not the greatest reporter tonight. Sorry about that. <laughs> Suffering from Notre Dame trauma. But 162 inches and really, really good fishing. There was some challenging conditions for the surf guys up there. It was some big surf, but uh, really a nice hit there at the no motor contest. And uh, that was some pretty darn good fishing. So, I mean, as you look around, John and Wendy and Stan, there's just no lack of great fishing. Look a thousand miles down the peninsula. We are looking straight down the barrel of the black and blue, the Bisbees. And then up here in San Diego and down south into the waters of Baja California Norte, we're seeing some huge bluefin, just amazing fishing, you know, fishing that we haven't seen for a century around here. And then at Clemente, bluefin, and uh, who knows, maybe Tanner and Cortez. There's been a little signal out there. That's the place where we get our big bluefin bites. We get our big yellow bites in the fall. This is the time when that is going to happen, if it's going to happen at all. So I'm not so sure we don't have more surprises in store. You know, they're having some October surprises in the political arena. Maybe we'll have a few more in the sport fishing arena as well, John. You know, you know what's really great, uh, Phil, is that a lot of these fish that are coming in, you're talking about yellowfin tuna, bluefin tuna, they're not on extended trips. You take the outer limits. Uh, they were out on an overnight out of Seaforth. They had 13 passengers aboard. They had 14 yellowfin tuna. And you mentioned the Malahini that came back over the weekend with 71 yellowfin tuna. That's a three-quarter day boat. And they're saying, hey, you don't need your passports to go on out there. We're going after yellowfin. We're going after yellowtail. Don't worry about bringing your passports. Now, if you want to go on a, an extended trip like on the Top Gun 80, which is, you know, usually anywhere from a day and a half to two and a half days, you know, they just came back at H&M Landing. They had 44 yellowfin tuna, but these fish were in the 40 to 70 pound range, and they had three bluefin tuna that were from 30 to 70 pound range. So, And that doesn't even count the number of fish that uh, were released. Also out of H&M, the Relentless came back with 58 yellowtail. Not a bad number at all. So there's some great fishing out there. Even if you can't go on an extended trip, three-quarter day trip, an overnight trip, you're still going to get stand a good chance of catching some quality fish. And I come from, you know, the days when, uh, you know, a three-quarter day trip, if we could go out and uh, have a bunch of sand baths, and good barracuda fishing. Man, I'm all in. Let's do this. Let's go. And now we're talking about, as you just pointed out, John, we're talking about copious amounts of yellowfin tuna. We're talking about a chance at some bluefin tuna. Seriously. I mean, you know, when I say it's been a century since we've seen some of this kind of fishing, that is uh, not an overstatement. It is really the truth, and there's just a little bit of time left here in the season. At least we think so. Who knows? It may extend out, but you know, if you want to get a shot at this in 2016, 
I would definitely think about going. It, it is really spectacular. You look at that day on the Aztec today, 100 to 120-pound bluefin tuna, absolutely unheard of and tremendous fishing. And, uh, and we're seeing some opportunities like that in several different areas. And, John, as you pointed out, a lot of this going on in U.S. waters. And uh, it's really, really exceptional fishing. I, if you can get a shot at going out on a couple-of-day trip, you know, two-day or three-day trip right now, uh, that stuff that's still out there running around, I know the guys got back on the top gun. I, I was down at the dock today. Uh, actually went down to pick up my fish, but I slid by the dock because the vagabond came in off a eight day, and they were loaded to the yeah with big, big wahoo and 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 their big fish on the trip was a sixty one pound yellowtail. It was a real pig, um, but but the but the guys from uh, Edgar Deckhand from the Top Gun came up and we were yakking. And he goes, "Yeah, we just got a, another one, and it was real, just about like it on the trip we just went on, which we had that." 90-pound bluefin. Uh, we had yellowfin in the 65-pound range and, and yellowtail over 40, which, you know, where – and that was a, in U.S. waters. This is just crazy good out there. If you get a shot to go like this and get a chance to actually get on these fish and play with them for a while, you got a shot at really doing well. Yeah, and – yeah, Oh, go on. And, and there's no doubt, and I think one thing worth admonishing everybody about is – Make sure, I mean, part of the whole success, your success is going to be based on what you do before you walk on the boat. So yep. go see my good friend, John Cassidy, and <laughs> he'll get you tackled up properly. And, and it's so important, John. You know very, very well how important it is that everything is working properly when you're dealing with big, tough fish like this. I mean, get two-speed reels, guys. Step it up. And it makes such a difference, and it'll make a difference in how you – you're, you present your baits. I mean, everything makes a difference if you got the right equipment. And yeah. load them up with some good Iser line or some good Maxima and give yourself a chance to bring these fish in. Hey, guys, before we uh, sign off with Phil, uh, Phil, you'd probably be interested in this. I got a note from Mark Gillette, and it was originally reported that one of our favorite boats, uh, the commander, sank off of uh, Dana Landing. Well, that is untrue. It did take on water. They were able to keep it afloat. Uh, they were able to pump it out. Uh, a towboat USA San Diego was able to tow it back to San Diego. Yeah, there was a lot of salt water in the engine room and uh, and other areas of the boat, but they were able to bring it in. They have it on dry dock right now. They are, you know, trying to evaluate what happened and what they're going to do. But if you are a enthusiasts of fishing on the commander which used to be the dolphin 2 and before that was the penetrator and has been a number of other boats it's a, a ditmar donaldson that is a beautiful fishing boat we don't need to lose any of those uh, mark gillette just wanted to let you know that the commander is coming on back and it'll be better than ever hey phil now, and that's the time pretty cool in the time that we have left, how's the best way to stay in contact with you and find out what's happening in the world of Phil Friedman? Hey, John, thank you so much. Best of March, Gillette. I'm so glad to hear that about the commander. You can go to www.pforadio.com. Got an interview up there with the stars of Gold Rush from the Discovery Channel, if you're a fan of that show. And also www.aventurasaladelibre.com. In Espanol, you can check us out there. John, always a pleasure. Stan, Wendy, love you guys. And, of course, all the great listeners out there. And there are a ton of them, including a lot of good folks down south of the border who listen to the show every single week. My very best to all of you. 
All right. Thank you, Phil Friedman. We'll talk to you in the coming weeks to find out what's happening with the fishing off our Southern California scene. Thanks a lot for being with us, Phil. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the first hour of Ron Real Radio. But hold on. The second hour of Ron Real Radio, it is going to be a world one. We've got Jim Salazar plan, recreational hoop fisherman extraordinaire. And then our good friend and pro angler, Donnie Ivino, will be with us. He's going to give us an update on his condition and relate to us some of the new products he has coming out on the market. And then later on, Ryan Muniz from Sportsman Seafood Processing. He's got a special announcement of what's going to be happening down there at Sportsman Seafood that you're going to want to know about. So stay tuned. After these messages, Stan, Wendy, and I will be back with a lot more show. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California. Boat California. Save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today HM landing 619-222-1144 or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at rodandreelradio.com slash archives. 
and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Hi, this is VSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to the second hour of Rod and Reel Radio. Well, a few weeks ago, we had this recreational hoop fisherman on with us telling us some of the techniques we should be employing to enjoy the recreational lobster hoop fishing season. He's agreed to come on back with us to tell us how the season is, also uh, to talk a little bit about some of the gear that Promar makes, which is absolutely some of the best recreational hoop fishing gear on the market. He also said he wouldn't come on again until Wendy Tushahara was with us, and we got Wendy on tonight, so let's get him together. Jim Salazar. Jim, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Hi, Stan. And it's good to hear you, Wendy. Hey, nice to have you on our show, Jim. Thank you. I missed you last time. Well, well, hey, Jim, you know, we had all kinds of great expectations about there being uh, a great recreational lobster hooping season with uh, the warmer water, El Nino, uh, a lot of bait in the water, you know, all this and that. Give us firsthand an idea. How's it going? Well, I've only really been out a couple times. I usually wait till it calms down a little bit, and uh, last week was so darn windy every night that I just uh, didn't want to get beat up, so I'm waiting for these Santa Ana wind conditions to set up this week, and I'll be out a few times. But I've got some reports, and I've talked to some friends, and I've talked to a few people that have been out, and it sounds like San Diego's uh, doing pretty good. sounds like it uh, started off okay, especially if you have some areas other than Zuniga Jetty to go to. Oh, sure. You know, as a matter of fact, uh, I like going off and fishing off the hard bottom off Imperial Beach. And one of the things I noticed when I was out there a couple of Thursdays ago, there were absolutely no commercial lobster traps out there. So I'm I'm getting the idea that the, co- the commercial and the lobster, uh, the recreational lobster fishermen, they like starting off from the short radius, uh, either, uh, you know, recreational guys inside the bay, the commercial guys outside the bay, and then spreading it out after that. And what we've heard down here in San Diego, it hasn't been a great opening season, but guys are still coming back with limits, and there are some big bugs to be had out there. I haven't heard of any giant ones, but I've heard of lots of limits, and it sounds like, the, as usual, the sea lions are pretty relentless, so... The bait tubes sound like you guys really need them down there. Yeah. Hey, Jim, tell us, how does that bait tube work? Uh, Because a lot of people look at that and they scratch their head and they go, huh? And uh, how how is that effective as, uh, uh, you know, a a trap to put your bait in so that uh, you can uh, uh, catch lobsters? Well, those sea lions have gotten so, so... You know, relentless. They just won't give up at all on on, the, on your bait once they smell it and find it. So, those bait cages we were using, they're starting to headbutt them and crush them. So, everybody's going to the either PVC or ABS type of tubes like uh, Promar is making. And uh, you know, there's about 80 holes in those things. Um, my advice, though, with anything you're using bait cage or bait tube, fill it as much as you can. Those bait tubes, especially, because you need those lobsters and crabs to be able to get to that bait to have something to eat, and you want them so intently eating that you literally have to pry them off of your bait tube. So I think if you fill those things and jam that bait down inside there, I, maybe even add a little bit of scent to it might be a good idea. Uh, can you take that that thing, jam it with bait like sardines and scent and things like that, and then stick them in the freezer 
And then when you, just before you go fishing, pop them on out, throw them in the water. And, and having that frozen effect, it's kind of like time released on the bait. Have you heard of that working well? Yeah, that's, that's my method. That's what I do. And I've, I've touted that one for a while. I really like, especially if you're using scents, it really seems to act when you freeze it as more of a time release kind of uh, release on the scent for the attraction. It works pretty good. Now, if we're unable to get, uh, you know, you know, some of the prime bait like uh, you know, salmon heads are, are probably the number one bait that guys like to use, but they're just not as readily available as you can get them down here. What are some of the other baits that use in the, uh, the bait traps to, to help attract uh, lobsters? Well, mackerel's free. So, so are the bonita right now. I know in Santa Monica Bay here we've got tons of, of mackerel right now. And uh, and this the bonita are all over the place. So, you know, I usually get out, you know, and try and get my limit so I can uh, load up those uh, those bait cages on that uh, that bonita. And you, uh, skipjack is also if there's any skipjack around, you guys find any of those right now? And that's the one exactly right there, running yeah. around. But if you guys get a hold of any of those, those are probably the best oily baits there is. Is it uh, best to take that bait and score it, or kind of? chunk it up a little bit but leave it on the bone and to expose more surface area or does it last longer if you put it in as whole as you can and and uh, does that work better no i'm a firm believer in, in putting some uh, big uh, chunks in there and, and cutting it up into steaks because you want to release all that scent and cut in, into the innards of it and get all that you know that blood and oil out there in the current trying to attract the uh, the lobsters or crabs that are hopefully uh, downwind or down current of your your nets where you set them you know, Pro, Promar makes a great selection of uh, recreational hoops. Can you go over the uh, the three or four varieties that we have to choose from, and way, where may be the best application to use each one of these uh, uh, recreational hoops? Well, the flat nets um, are the original style nets that we've been using here in Southern California. I mean, guys were making them out of... Uh, old bike uh, wheel frames in the old days. But uh, the flat nets are a classic style net. They sit flat down on the bottom. Um, I find that the guys in the San Diego area really like the flat nets. We sell a lot more of them down there because they hoop a lot shallower than we do in a lot of the other areas. And they tend to work better in shallow water and with a shorter soak time. So with the flat nets, I tell people anywhere from 50 feet or less and then about 15 minutes to half an hour of soak time. And then we have two styles of, of conical nets. Well, actually three now with our new Ambush XL, which is a 36-inch uh, rigid uh, conical net. And uh, it's a vinyl-coated net, just like our older Ambush, the old 32-inch diameter. And then we also have a 36-inch uh, diameter Eclipse net, which is a collapsible-style net. All of them are conical style, so they're like that volcano-shaped with the top cut off and uh, big wide opening on top, and then you put your bait down on the bottom of it. And, nice heavy-duty bridles on them. Um, with these type of nets, I think they're much better in deeper water. They're better for beginners. Um, the flat nets require more technique. With these ambush nets, they're a lot more forgiving when a beginner pulls them over from an angle instead of straight up. And they require a longer soak time. These lobsters are not the sharpest knives in the kitchen drawer, so you need to give them enough time to figure out how to get up and over and inside the bait. <laughs> you know, Jim, when I, when I had talked to you, uh, to set up this interview, uh, I had gotten you just after you said that you were installing some type of a retrieving device. Uh, I don't know if it was in your boat or one of your friend's boats. Uh, what are you talking about, and what can we use that is legal 
with uh, the California Department of, uh, you know, Fishing and Wildlife? Well, uh, you know, just uh, overall physical, mechanical uh, um, helping devices, that, which are like a, a pole with a pulley on it or uh, any kind of device like that that has a pulley on it makes it a little easier to pull your ropes over into the boat. That's one way to go. Um, the uh, Folby block, F-O-L-B-E, is a, a block that's out there on the market that uh, that you can find some places on the Internet, and it's a, a great device to use for, uh, you know, putting your rope over and pulling your, uh, your ropes up. And then there's some mechanical devices. And when we did the last fishery management plan um, that we've been working on with Fish and Game, and they just uh, adopted the new regulations, they tried to, the commercial guys tried to get us to stop using the, uh, uh, power pullers. They were claiming that we were using them to poach their uh, their traps, but uh, enforcement couldn't come up with a conviction or a uh, a ticket, uh, a conviction or a uh, um, even a, a ticket. So um, they uh, handed it to legal. Legal said, "You don't need this law. We're going to throw it out. You should let people use mechanized pullers if they want." So the way the law reads now is anywhere south of Point Conception, you can use mechanized pullers to pull up your lobster or crab nets. Now, when you mean mechanized pullers, is this something where you use an individual's own power, or can it be electrically powered to help you bring up the traps? They can be electrically powered. They could even be hydraulically powered if you wanted to go that route. But there is a couple on the market that are probably the most common ones. Uh, my favorite one is the Ace Line Hauler. It comes from Canada, and it's a uh, prawn and uh, crab uh, trap hauler that they use up there. But it pulls nice. It pulls about 120 feet a minute. fits on a Scotty downrigger mount fits into the Scotty downrigger plug, it's 12 volt, 120 feet a minute is pretty fast, especially when you're pulling it, you know, 100 or more feet. That first 50 feet is really easy to go 120 feet a minute, but after that you slow down to probably about 50 feet a minute when you're pulling stuff up. I'm telling you, either one of those is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and the Scott, Scotty makes another power puller, too. Uh, another Canadian company, Scotty, uh, they make a bunch of pole holders and all, but theirs is more of a capstan style, and you really have to keep an eye on the rope a lot more, but it's a, it's a cheaper device, so a lot of people go that way. You know, uh, Jim, down here in San Diego, uh, people are pulling up a lot of lobsters, but they are deeming the lobsters short. Can you tell us uh, what do the recreational lobster hoop fishermen need to have with them in order to legally go out and get lobsters, and what are some of the tips that they should follow to make sure that if they are checked, by someone from the California Department of Fish and Wildlife that they aren't uh, dinged because they have an illegal lobster? Well, you really only need a couple things to, uh, to go out hoop netting um, to be legal. Um, you'll need your nets. You can only have five nets per person, ten maximum on a vessel. And the types of nets are very well defined now in the new regulations. And then you have to have a gauge. Everybody on the boat has to have a gauge. It's a metal device that fits over the carapace. So that even though the carapace is curved, the hard part of the shell is curved, you could put the, this device over it and still get a true measurement. Um, there are a lot of them on the market. Uh, Promar has some good ones out there. There's a new one uh, that uh, um, Lobsterport is selling that's uh, based, uh, it's kind of a knockoff on the top me gauge that all the, uh, um, it's a company in Maine that all the uh, game wardens use. And it's a very thick, heavy-duty stainless gauge. And it's a good idea to have a really good gauge, you guys. Make sure it's the right size. Make sure it's three and a quarter inches. You're responsible for the size of that gauge. So manufacturing accidents happen occasionally for different companies. 
It's happened with Promar in the past. So make sure you measure your gauge at exactly three and a quarter inches. And then when you put that gauge over the carapace of the lobster, you're measuring the hard part of the shell. You have to make sure you put it on between the horns and the eyes up front, make sure it doesn't go against the eye membrane, and then bring back the bottom or the back part of the gauge, and it needs to touch the carapace. If it comes down past the carapace at all, then it's a short lobster. If it barely, barely fits on there, I asked a warden, well, how do you determine if it's legal or not? He said, well, what I do is I get the ticket, and if I can fit the ticket between the carapace and the gauge, you get to keep the ticket. <laughs> what a great sense of humor those guys have. I always love it. Yeah, for a $500 fine, they have a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, and, that's a great, a great gift. I like it. Yeah, Jim, and it's always a no-no to come back with just lobster tails, is it not? Oh, yes. You cannot take the tails off of the lobsters until you're prepared to eat them at home. So, you know, it, 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 I don't think it really technically means that you can't detail them once you get home and put them in your freezer, but uh, it does read that. And, Jim, just quickly, uh, you do a lot of seminars. Uh, you talk to a lot of recreational hoopers. Are there a couple of items that constantly come up that you find that recreational hoopers are, are doing wrong that they should correct? Yes, report card use is the most important thing. Report card, everybody that goes hoop netting has to have a report card, even kids under 16 that don't have to have a fishing license. And it's a great idea to buy them if they're, you know, if they're able to help you hoop net. It's a great idea to buy them that $9.80 uh, report card because it's probably the best deal out there that fishing game has considering the price of lobster last year and this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, report cards, make sure you fill out the report card before you start hoop netting. So before you go out, sit down on the boat with the guys or, you know, your crew, fill it out, fill out the date, the type of gear you're using, where you're going, uh, have it already filled out before you start hoop netting. And then before you come back in, after you've pulled that last net up, and before you guys start motoring back into the harbor, be sure to sit down again with the crew and fill out each one of your report cards so that you have the number of lobster retained in there. Because that's a big ticket if you come in without that number inside that, uh, without having it written on that report card. Jim Salazar, you're probably one of the most accessible people when it comes to finding out information about recreational lobster hooping. People Except want to get in- spots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if people want to uh, talk to you more about uh, the uh, the Promar gear, what do they should have? Some of the accessories that they see. Is it worth the price of admission? How can they get a hold of you to have this discussion? They can either go to promarnets.com and uh, talk to either Steve or Jason over there, or they can uh, go to sabaslayer.com, and you can send me a, uh, an email through my uh, website, and uh, I'll get back to you and uh, give you some answers. All right, Jim Salazar, thank you for being with us and giving us that update. We'll probably check with you off and on as the season uh, goes by to just see if, the, if it, things are getting better, if they're getting worse, or what's happening out there. I appreciate you being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Wendy, am I going to see you on Wednesday? You are going to see me on Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. you're going to be up in Oxnard at the new CCA uh, open meeting up there at Pizza Dan? Oh, um, I, I'm not sure yet. I'll have to call you, call you on that. But I will be at the November 6th Crawfish Boil. Oh, yeah, you'll be at that one. But this is a, the most current one. It's going to be in Oxnard. It's at Pizza Dan's at 6 p.m., 1601 Victoria Avenue, and it's a open meeting to get a CCA chapter started up in Oxnard. So everybody's invited. You guys up in Ventura and Oxnard, we haven't forgot about you. Come on out. Thank you, John. Thank you, Stan. Thank you, Wendy.
Jim Salazar, thanks a lot for being with us. We appreciate you spending some time. Hey, guys, we've gone a little over time, but uh, that's the way it goes. This is live radio. But coming up next, a good friend of Rod Real Radio and a pro angler. We've been talking about him the past couple of weeks. We're going to check up with him to just see how he's feeling. Mr. Don Ivino. So stay tuned. There's still lots more Rod Real Radio to come. Amber Marine has been servicing boats and outboard motors for more than 30 years in the Newport Harbor area. They're a factory-authorized dealer for Tohatsu and Nissan outboards and also provide factory-authorized repair and service for all types of marine outboards. Located near the corner of 17th and Placentia Avenue, Amber Marine is at 786 Newton Way in Costa Mesa. Affordable boating and repair since 1982. 949-646-6918 and on the web at ambermarine.net. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specialty heat treater to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California, boat California, save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey, everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course, I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California, boat California, save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio, and thank you for listening. Hey, a few weeks ago, 
we gave a shout out and sent our prayers to a good friend of Rod and Real Radio, a pro angler that is a member of the Hall of Fame, uh, an innovator in the tackle industry, a fellow that we heard was in the hospital. We brought him on back here to Ron Real Radio to give us an idea of just exactly what happened to him, how he's feeling. He's on the road to recovery. Mr. Don Ivino. Don, welcome to the show. Thanks thanks for asking me. Uh, it's, uh, it was quite an experience for me. Uh, it's the wake-up call. God was good to me. I, I'm just glad that I was able to survive it, and I was very lucky. It was stage one cancer, and they got it in time, so I don't need no chemo or radiation. But I spent 18 days in the hospital, but it was the worst time of my life. And well, one Pappy, of the I'm glad to hear you're here, buddy. Uh, when you get older, make sure you get, you get tested, especially for colon cancer. Uh, get a colonoscopy so they can check you out. Uh, I was very lucky because I, had, I, was, I couldn't go to the bathroom for three days. I was guiding up at Arrowhead. So I called my doctor, and he told me to take a fleet enema. And I did when I got home, and uh, I couldn't even move. I had, they had to call 911, and <clears throat> then when they checked it out, it was a massive blockage in my colon, and it was cancerous. But thank God it was stage one, and I got it in time, and they got it all. Well, I got a long way to go, a lot of rehab, and uh, very tired all the time, and um, the good Lord's willing. I'll tell you the one thing that really kept me going. Uh, my friend put, was putting a lot of stuff on Facebook, and I didn't realize I had so many friends that uh, wished uh, me prayers and good get well. It really was really helped me a lot. Well, uh, yeah, Donnie, we know you went through this uh, this medical scare. It, it sounds like what they did to you found the root of the problem. Tell us a little bit about. What's the prognosis now for a total recovery? And and better yet, are you going to be able to get on the water again to fish? Oh, yeah. I got about a three-month rehab. I have to wear this bag for three months, and uh, I got to be real careful what I do. I sleep a lot. I got to be doing physical therapy, but I can walk. And my brother has been here for a week and been feeding me and taking good care of me. He's going home tomorrow. Uh, or, or Tuesday, I'm going to miss them. Then uh, I'm on my own, and uh, I'm just going to have to do the best I can. And uh, At least I can drive a little bit, and I can walk a little bit. I take a lot of naps, and i got a home health uh, nurses, so um, I'm going to get some physical therapy uh, probably Monday. Now, Donnie, uh, yeah, go on, Stan. I was going to say, Pappy, you know, I, I'm so happy that you're doing better, buddy. Um, I'm, Donnie and I go way back to the beginning of the fishing world here. But uh, he's been just one of my great friends, and I'm, I'm happy to hear you're getting better. If there's a positive thing to it, Donnie, for your three-month re- rehab here, it's through the worst bass fishing arena that, that we could find. So, you know, you don't have to worry because nothing's going to happen until February or March anyhow right now. Uh, you know, I, I was, um, I've done 35 years with the Bassathon with Rick Grover. Yep. I did the very first seminar with, when, when he started it, but I'm going to miss my first one after oh, 35 man. years. Wow. I really can't go out and do anything, not for the next three months. Well, well, heal up, buddy. That's the most important part. 
Well, Donnie, before we uh, get to some of the new products that you have coming out on the market, and I do want to do that, uh, uh, you know, there's all kinds of advertising about going out and adults after they turn a certain age, men and women, to go get themselves uh, examined, especially for colon cancer. Is this something that you had kind of put off, or is this uh, something that just uh, jumped up and bit you uh, and you were keeping a, a, a regular regiment going? Well, I didn't have any bowel movement problems. And five months, five years ago, I had a colonoscopy. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just don't think about things like that. And uh, thank God it was a wake-up call because that could have been sitting in there and I could have had bowel movements. I'd have never known. Yeah. So uh, regularly scheduled uh, testing. When you do have that examination, the doctors will look at you. They'll probably show you the pictures of what it was that's happening to you, and then they'll probably advise, hey, this is something we need to look at. This is something we need to cut out. Or, hey, you're looking good. Come back in five years or come back in ten years or whatever it is, but make sure you get it done because... It's a type of cancer that, like uh, Donnie did, it can sneak up on you, and if you let it go for any length of time, it can really do a lot of damage. That's where I was lucky because it, it, it happened so fast, and they got it in time. Well, Donnie, now, okay, you, you've been off for a little bit, and I can't say it's been a vacation or anything like that, but tell us about some of the new products that you have available uh, that uh, we can go out to, to catch some of these fish, maybe in these slower times. Well, I'll tell you, I've been very fortunate to deal with Tackle Warehouse, and I'm doing a little work with uh, Pro Tackle Solutions, but Tackle Warehouse has uh, really been my god saver. They carry everything of mine. Uh, all my worms, uh, we sell them faster than she can pour them. Uh, they carry my new rods. They carry my cranks. I, I, I made the, the wiggle wart, the old-style wiggle wart. I got four colors on there now, and I got four more new ones coming. Uh, my splashes are selling like crazy. Uh, I've been very fortunate, I mean, you know, uh, to develop my business, especially with Tackle Warehouse, it was just it's just unbelievable what's happening to my business. And Donnie, now I'm coming out you... with a new splash it rod, glass composite for cranking and throwing my splash it top water baits. I uh, just got the sample here the other day. My friend opened the box for me, and I really like it. Very light. Going to be very. It's not going to be expensive. I've tried to keep the prices down on the rods because I think rods are way too expensive today. Fish don't know what you're using. <laughs> Donnie, how'd you how'd you end up getting the deal for the wiggle wart, man? That was Fred Tunkel's secret weapon on Havasu. Well, let me tell you what happened. I had a bunch of old wiggle warts because I used to work for Storm. Yep. And my buddy was putting them on eBay, and I, I had one I got six hundred dollars for. Well, you <laughs> mine are for sale now. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to looking what guys are paying for these baits. So I went to my company, Major Craft, who does a lot of work for me, and told him I want to make an old-style wiggle wart, not the new ones, because no, the new ones are not the same. Nope. I had to be really careful what I called them. So I send I send them the original wiggle warts, and I went and bought some off eBay, too, some of the hot colors, and send them off, and, and they, they made four colors right away, 
And some, one of my friends that makes new tech lures back in the Table Rock area where the wiggle wart's very famous uh, gave me a, a shining resume on, uh, he said, it's better than the old wiggle warts. It goes through cover better. And so I'm, I was really happy about that. And once I came out with more of these new colors, it's going to be, because, uh, you know, why should people be paying $40, $50 for a bait to fish with? And my bait sell for nine ninety five. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to see there was a market there. Yeah, you know, uh, Donnie. Some some people out there have only seen pictures of <laughs> wiggle warts in old faded dog-eared magazines, and they may not even know what you're talking about. Tell us about what the action is of a wiggle wart and what makes it so special. The, the original wiggle wart, the action was the way it runs with the water. It kind of wiggles. And when it hits something, it'll wiggle away. Uh, it's a sound chamber in it. Uh, the fish just go for it, especially in cold water. Uh, it's a great cold water bait. And back in the Midwest, Table Rock and those areas, you know, guys will pay $60 for a bait. Man. And uh, I was able to duplicate the bait and bring it to, to where people can afford it. Are, it, are they available now, or are they uh, still in the Four process? Four colors of on Tickle Warehouse now. Great. And then I, I, I went ahead and bought five of the hot colors that people are buying. One of them is called Phantom Green, and uh, J.T. Kennedy, Kennedy Kenny turned me on to that. And I just got an email from him, and he says it's sweet. Uh, that that, that uh, Phantom Green will be on the market pretty quick. And I made Missouri Crop and a Shad color. And phantom orange. So I'm going to have all the hot colors probably by early next year, but the green one will be out pretty quick. Now, will you be able to fish that uh, lure with the uh, new splash it rod, or, or what type of rod yeah, will you need to fish that? The splash it rod would be great for top water, for cranking, whether it's my bait or somebody else's, you know, with, uh, fat wraps or whatever. Uh, I, I knew there was a market for a good crank rod, glass composite. At a good price, and because of what my other rods were selling so good, uh, my rep uh, Eric Brewer turned me on, gave me the idea, and I'm glad I did it because, first of all, the Splash is the number one popper in the country right now, have been forever. So just to name a rod a Splash it rod, that's you know that's an automatic sell, and then to be able to crank with it, and fish other top water baits too. It's not just for the Splash it. I just wanted to call this flash it Rod. You know, it's a cool thing that you're working with Eric Brewer, too. He's a great guy, been around a long time, and a good fisherman himself. So that that will help. That helps yeah, things he's, going forward. He's a forward. rep for uh, Major Craft, and he does a great job. And uh, I work with him a lot. I haven't been talking to him lately. I haven't really talked to anybody. I've been just trying to take care of myself. Well, Donnie, that's why, that's why I appreciate you spending some time with us because I know you can't be running on all eight yet. A lot of us out there, though, about are, four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can still get a lot of power out of four cylinders in some of these cars that they have today. So when you're back on all eight, you're going to be a force to reckon with. But there were so many of us that were worried about you, not only, first of all, hearing that you were in the hospital, but then hearing that you had an extended stay over there. I can't tell you how relieved it is to, number one, hear from you, hear how good you sound and how optimistic you are for the future. 
Well, you know, God has been good, and like I said, I, I had so many prayers and, and people wishing me well on Facebook. It, it really got to me. I mean, you know, you got to think about oh, when you have 489 guys wishing you uh, well and prayers, that's a lot of prayers. Yep. Yeah. And that's just scratching the uh, the top of the iceberg on all the people that know you and love you out there, Donnie. Donnie, uh, you know, it's impossible to to talk about all the products that you have right now and you represent. If we want a better idea of colors and the and the products of the uh, splashets, the colors that you have, where's the best place to go to get that information? Tackle Warehouse. You, you go to Tackle Warehouse and pull, pull up Don Ivino products, and it's all there. Everything I make, they carry. All right. And tell me, the one most popular worm that you're making right now, what, what's the color, Donnie? There's two of them, liver and smallmouth killer. Wow. Well, Donnie Ivino, man, I can't appreciate you taking some time in your Sunday to talk to our listening audience and to confirm with us that you're on the road to recovery, you're going to be feeling better, even though we won't be seeing you at this year's Bassathon, we look forward to seeing you out there, maybe during the Fred Hall shows or before that. Godspeed, take care of yourself, and get well, and we look forward to seeing you out there soon. Yeah, I want to, I want to thank everybody that sent the prayers. I really appreciate it. It made me feel good. Thank you. All right. Thank See you, you later, that- Donnie. Hey, that was Donnie Ivino. Good hearing that uh, he's back on the road recovery. He had a little bit of a health scare, but if you know Donnie, he is uh, he's a bulldog, and he'll get through this, and he'll come back bigger and better than ever when it comes to his health and the information that he has for us on not only his products but the Lawrence products out in the industry. Hey, stay tuned. We're going to take a break right now, but coming up next, Ryan Muniz from Fisherman Seafood, uh, sorry, Sportsman Seafood Processing down over in the Seaforth Landing area. He's got a special announcement to make. We're going to want to find out what that is and a little bit more about his service. So stay tuned. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back right after these messages. Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the tuna season is upon us. It's here, and it's time to go on the Chief. For those of you who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips, ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, Two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity. We have twin six-ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. 
Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for BASSBOAT insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. If the fish are biting, I'm on my boat, rain or shine. Of course I wear my life jacket. It's like wearing a seatbelt. Clip it on, grab my tackle box, and hit the water. Love California. Boat California. Save California. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Stan, Whitney, and I, we want to welcome you back to our Ron Real Radio here. And we have a note here from Captain Chris Randall. I know a lot of fans of the Chief, you know that the Chief has been down in renovations here for a little bit. Captain Chris wants to let everybody know that he's got new fuel tanks, new bait tanks going into the Chief, and he hopes to be starting running uh, chips down to Colonnette starting in December, and that'll be a great time for the rock fishing and the lingcod fishing, and there'll still be a few yellowtail around. So make sure you check in with the Chief so that you know where they are in the renovation and book a trip with them to go down to Colonnette because you want to go out with the Ling King himself, Captain Chris Randall. Hey, uh, with us now is Ryan Muniz. He is a manager of Sportsman Seafood Processing. You know, Ryan, it seems like, you know, Sportsman Seafood has been around for a long time, both the restaurant and the processor. And there was a chance, though, that that wasn't going to be happening in the future. Tell us and update us on what's happening with uh, Sportsman Seafood there in Mission Bay. Ryan, are you there? Ryan, are you there? Well, I know he's, wow, he was around. Me. Hello, Ryan. Well, maybe, maybe can you hear me up. now? There yeah, we, we can hear Yeah, Ryan. Sorry. Again, Sorry there, that, guys. there's Lucy. another great introduction that just went down the porcelain repose. <laughs> hey, what can I say? So, Sorry about that, guys. No, I heard everything you said. I just, my Bluetooth here wasn't working for a minute. Uh, without, without, no, as you know, we've. We've uh, we've been in existence since 1952. Obviously, the processing wasn't even a, a thought of thing back then. Uh, Sportsman used to be a cannery back in the days, way before my time, and um, so it, it's definitely seen its its share of fish going in and out the doors there, between uh, the canning and and the smoking and everything else. 
But processing started, uh, I want to say, probably about 22, 23 years ago when when uh, Mario kind of first came on the scene. And uh, as we spoke about before, there was a few other guys between Anthony Seafoods and uh, Mike Burns, who neither one of them are there anymore. But we obviously have three processors now. And uh, that's what I was getting to earlier when I was talking to Stan is that, you know, our building is, 60 plus years old and it, it definitely needs renovation in certain areas but you know people also like the feel of, of what we have there that kind of brings a lot of the older generation back to their younger days when they come into our establishment but thank god we've finally been approved uh, barring a lot of permits and stuff that are going to take some time but we're going to now go up two stories high make a lot of reservations uh, renovations i'm sorry on the interior and exterior of the building uh, but most importantly, the main focus that that I'm going to participate in is our dock that we're going to be having. Uh, it's going to be a horseshoe-shaped dock versus a T-shape that we have now. Um, it's just going to open up a lot of different areas for not only sport fishing but recreational stuff, jet skis, boat rentals, stuff like that, and as well as going two stories high to uh, – cater to the existing hotels that we have around us right now, which are a big influence in our business overall uh, with the Dana, the Bahia, and the Hyatt, which is right next to us. So uh, that's about it. I, that was the good news I had for Stan earlier, and he came to pick up his fish today, and he seemed happy. I was happy to see him, and here we are now on the radio. Oh, he was, he's very happy, happy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Wendy, what? Yeah, Wendy, and go I ahead. I'm always happy when I go pick up my fish from Ryan. <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. I'm always happy to see you when I do. I didn't even hear you there for a second. Now you're on the radio. <laughs> you know, one of the cool things about about sportsmen is they've got this, the biggest smoker in San Diego, and, and they were where everybody else would bring their fish to get it done in the first place. Uh, and, and while we were sitting there, because I, I picked up my fish this morning from Ryan, um, went down there and spent a little time, and... Uh, and as we walked by the smoker, there just happened to be a, a piece of yellowtail in there so, or, or tuna in there. So I ended up having to, to sit there and pick at that while we chatted for quite a while. And by the time I was done, it was done, too. Um, <laughs> excellent, excellent processing and excellent smoked fish. Uh, but in, the fact that you guys have been there for kind of were, were really kind of one of the first um, and have stayed the – the flow there, and and you're very very reasonable in pricing, and you'll do the smaller fish that other people will not do, which that in itself is worth it a lot to the fishermen that are out there. You know, you can go out and then you come back, and if somebody can't cut them for you, especially when you're depending on that, you're out of state. It happened uh, uh, on one of my uh, charters earlier this year. Um, it made a huge difference when we could say, you know what, we can get this done. Don't worry about it. Wow. Uh, yeah, to, to me, I don't want to judge people by the size of fish they bring to me. Um, obviously, I've said this in the past. If, if it's the first fish you caught, I don't care what size it is. You want it. You want to yep. keep it, whether you keep it whole or, or filleted. Uh, it does become a problem when you have a cooler brought to you with 125 yellowtails that average a pound and a half each. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. kind of have to tell those guys, sorry, I, I wish you would never take them out of the water but you know it, 
you take the good with the bad. Thank God we're we're coming up here into cow season. We call it um, yep. the larger yellowfin, the red rooster. Matter of fact, I think they leave tomorrow morning. They're doing uh, back-to-back Port of Arota trips, and they're staying down there, so they're both flyback trips. I actually have a a loyal customer. I don't know if you guys are aware of Bob Mitchner. He's about 190 years old. He spends about 400 days of the year on the ocean. God bless that man. He's a great man. But, yeah, he's doing both of those trips out there to Port of Arota. So I know the anglers are really excited to start catching the big fish. We've, We've seen a huge increase over the last three weeks in Wahoo. Um, as far Massive. as numbers, and and they're all great size too. And, and I know most fishermen just love to catch the wahoo, and to to see as many that have come in in the past twenty days or so is is a number I haven't seen in probably the the twelve years I've been doing this. Wow, you know, uh, Ryan. Another thing that I like is we're getting closer and closer to the rockfish season, and I know a lot of the guys they go on out there they'll catch some. Quality cow cods, some great vermilion, uh, some fantastic ling cods. Take them mm-hmm. home. They'll, they'll fillet them. They'll, they'll throw them in a Ziploc bag. Uh, get back to them six months later. And, man, that fish isn't anything like what they had when they put it in the bag. But uh, they can bring them on over to you. You can treat them right so that when they want to eat that fish come February or March, it's going to be just as good as the day that they brought it into you. Oh, most definitely. We use a three mil bag, which is our standard thickness uh, for the vacuum seal bags that we carry. Uh, I, I honestly, through experience and, and word of mouth, I mean, feedback I'm getting from my customers, these bags are going to last you a minimum of a year and a half in your freezer with proper handling. Uh, I mean, if you start throwing it around, it's like anything else. You throw two rocks together, one of them's going to chip. So um, I'd say a year and a half to, to be fair as far as the longevity of the bags and, and everything else and you know rockfish and stuff like that will probably handle better because they're a smaller piece that's actually put into that bag it's usually more flat to where as i was saying we have the bigger yellowfin that are going to start coming in and you'll have a tendency of breaking more bags with those just because of the size of the piece yep. that's being put into the bag uh, i look forward to this rock fishing season because that's some of my favorite fish to eat Matter of fact, I'm getting ready to make uh, some grouper this evening when I'm done here off of a 119-pounder that came in off of the XL uh, yesterday morning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to trying that out. You know, one of the things I like about Sportsman Seafood, also the restaurant part, there's other places that you can go uh, around, uh, you know, any of the bays, and you get a sandwich and a couple of drinks, and it runs you about 40 bucks. You can go over to Sportsman Seafood, have a great meal, whether it's sandwiches or your favorite uh, fried fish and a drink, and you don't have to bring in the pink slip. Clam chowder. You don't have to bring in the pink slip to your car in order to afford it, (laughs) and you can still eat somewhere where there's a great view. Well, like I said, we've been over there for 65 years, give or take, and, and to be in business that long, it comes with a lot of loyal customers, even though we're in a little bit of a touristy area. You know, we've just, I really have no explanation for it. We've always kept our prices low. It's not just something that we've done of the recent. But, you know, like you say, you can get fish and chips, I think, for, I should know the menu prices there, but I, I want to say around $8. Yeah. And maybe $8, $9. And you, you go to Point Loma Seafoods and, 
and with all due respect to Paul Masifas, they, they put out a great product, and I get it, you're paying for a view and an environment, but it's, it's probably over double. And we're, we're getting this product from the same people, the same distributors, the same local fishermen. So I, I just feel you keep your prices down, the customers are going to come back. And I say this all the time, you know, if I owned a bar, I'd rather sell seven beers at $5 each than two of them at $7 each. So, you know, yep. just keep people happy, keep your prices low. And most importantly, it's customer service and putting out a good product. And I think if you can balance all of them, it's a recipe for success for anybody. Yeah, I've got a friend that comes in from Tucson, Arizona every year, and there's two things he wants to do in San Diego. One, he wants to go to Mario's Mexican Restaurant in La Mesa, which we do. Number two, he wants to go down to Sportsman Seafood and have a cup of the clam chowder because he says he's traveled the world. It's absolutely one of the best cups of soup that you can buy anywhere. It most definitely is. I have it pretty often myself at work. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Very acceptable. If we want to find out more about your services, what you do, the hours of, of the restaurant, uh, where do we go to get that information? Just right online to www.sportsmanseafood.com, or you can go onto our Facebook page, which is Sportsman Seafood, or it's at Sportsman Seafood as well. And um, obviously you can call us anytime, area code 619-224-3551. And our processing is open six days a week. Uh, we're closed on Mondays, but this time of year we're usually there anyways because of the, the boat scheduling for the long-range boats. Um, restaurants open till 8 p.m., seven days a week. They open at 11 a.m. and serve some of the freshest fish you can find at the most reasonable price. All right. Same before. Well, Ryan... Thanks a lot for being with us. We look forward to seeing you, too, not only to bring our fish down there, but also to go and enjoy Sportsman Seafood for some great seafood. We appreciate uh, the time, and, and congratulations on renewing your lease and being there for who knows how much longer. Uh, you know, we, uh, we look forward to seeing you for a long, long time to come. I thank you guys very, very much for the compliments as well. And if I don't get on uh, the, the show before the holidays, I wish you guys all a happy holiday. Hopefully I'll be on before. But if I don't, happy holidays. Good fishing to you all. And be safe, and we'll be talking soon. Well, you don't right. have to worry about that. You'll be on beforehand. We're yeah. all fishing. <laughs> thank you, Sam. And I'll be seeing you next month either way. Wendy, nice to hear your voice, girl. Nice to talk to you, Ryan. Hey, you guys. Well. You guys have a great night. What's that? Jorge has told me it's time for us to start wrapping this thing up. So, Wendy, great hearing from you. Uh, I hope you have a great experience going out and finding out something to shoot. And, Stan, you know, you're getting ready for a long-range trip and a few other things. Uh, I know we'll be uh, checking in with you before you leave, and yep. uh, uh, we'll be talking about that too. Yes, we will. Hey, so on behalf of Stan, Wendy, always on behalf of Jorge at our AM 540 studios, Ben Harvey, thanks a lot for putting this all together. And Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McEwen, thank you for leaving us this legacy, which is Rod and Reel Radio. You, the listeners, thanks a lot for uh, checking in with us. We'll be back next week with another edition of Rod and Reel Radio on AM 540 or at com. Hey, go out there and get them. There's bluefin, there's yellowfin, there's yellowtail, there's bass. They're getting away, and you're missing out on it. So until next week. Good night, everyone. We're out for now. Every time I go out to your place, you've gone fishing. Ah, you know.
But there's a sign upon your door. 